It's man like Dan. Come on. <laughs> Welcome to Men and Proud. Today, we have a humble brother. Wisdom beyond his years, just inspiring his peers. And with the younger generation, he's helping them overcome their struggle and their fears. So I've got the big man right over here. So come on, let's give him a round of applause, yeah? For Jonathan Reed. Appreciate you it, know. Appreciate my it. guy, my guy. How you doing, though? Yeah, I'm all good, man. I'm all good. How are you? Good. I'm good. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a, it's been, it's been a long time, man. It's yeah, been a long time. This guy's humble, isn't it? It's a bit too <laughs> humble, isn't it? So I'm going to try to get him to speak a bit more, isn't it? So um, obviously today, if you can see by the title, we're going to be speaking about unconscious bias within black people. So let's get straight into it. Unconscious bias, how would you define it? Ooh. Do you know what? It's a, it's a mad one still. Mm. I think um, the best way I can describe it is almost kind of unconscious bias, not in a typical sense that we usually yeah, hear it. Yeah, because right? you know when you said it, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't really know because I'm used to it being related to like the opposite race mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. on and how it can um, predict racism and so on. Isn't yeah. It? So what, what was you on? Like... So what I was on was, and I'll be honest with you, one day I was at work mm. and, um, you know, I had a meeting and in that meeting was myself and various different other individuals from other different, of different races. Yeah. And, you know, I was putting forward some points and all that I could think of was, are these people thinking, who's this black guy? Oh, okay. He doesn't yeah. know nothing. Yeah, yeah. He, like, black people are always late. You know, the yeah, usual yeah, nonsense yeah, you hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where the kind of idea of unconscious bias against ourself mm. comes into play because it happens sometimes, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, we kind of feel like we have to, for instance, you know, a coworker, you know, upsets you. You can't be you in that situation. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. you can't be Tyrone from the ends. <laughs> you, know I mean? you literally have to be kind of like Stephen, yeah, and you have yeah, yeah. to act kind of like, oh no, no, I understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas actual Stephen mm. can f and blind, and, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, f- they look at us as a thug. You're a thug. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, thug yeah. mentality. Yeah. For Stephen, it's he's passionate. Yeah, but you know what? Even that statement itself. Have you ever called heard them call you a fuck? Yeah. yeah. You have? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, you have. Yeah, so the maddest thing is, is that, yeah. like, that's why sometimes it's, it's you can't be you. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because then your passion mm. is angry. Your passion oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. is dangerous. Yeah, 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 And I think that's where the idea of unconscious bias came in. Mm. Now, we now go into situations thinking that. Mm. If, you, if you just so up, happen to turn up one minute late, Oh, they're gonna think the bl- uh, the black people are always yeah, late, yeah, yeah. and I find it weird sometimes when I get what, like people from different races or whatever come up to me and they have a genuine a genuine chit chat, mm. and sometimes it's like I've got a barrier up and I peek behind the barrier and I'm like, did they see that I'm black? Yeah, <laughs> Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> in one in one sense we're kind of brought up with this notion yeah, of. Yeah. And yeah, I guess it's correct. We have to be better. We have to be faster. We have to, you know, be stronger. We have to mm. do things better than everybody else because we, we're born behind. Yeah, yeah. And as nice as that is, it comes with a mental health struggle yeah, to it. Yeah, it comes yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Sometimes you feel like you're never going to be good enough because you're reaching this unattainable mark based on your skin color. Mm. It's difficult. Yeah. You know what? Before we even go further than that, let's define it because maybe not everyone knows what unconscious bias means. Yeah. So, um, how would you define it? I'll try um, to help you out as well. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I, d- I define unconscious bias as almost kind of um, unknowingly painting a picture of someone. And um, there's this kind of little kind of, um, I don't know if you want to call it a little story. And it's, and it paints unconscious bias in a really 
kind of well-off picture in one sense. Mm. And it's um, a father and son, you know, go for a drive and they get into a car accident and the son is brought into the emergency room to be operated on. And the doctor says, I can't operate on this boy. And the other doctor says, why not? And the doctor says, that's my son. Mm. Now, some people will look at that and say, you know, well, what I should say is the question is often asked, why, why is the doctor saying that? Mm. Um, and a lot of people say, oh, they're, they're not sh- quite sure, you know, what's the relationship between, how can it be the doc, how can it, that be yeah, the yeah. doctor's son? And the unconscious bias is that you, uh, you presume that the doctor is the dad. Mm. You don't presume that the doctor is mum. Oh, okay. Yeah. And the unconscious oh, yeah, yeah. bias comes you from... You've got me just now. <laughs> See? <laughs> you sat there and you thought, oh, why's the dad saying that? Nah, because it's the mum. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. unconscious bias in that sense is that you wouldn't presume that the doctor would be the female. Yeah, yeah. You think it's the male. Yeah. Now, yeah, obviously, yeah. in today's... That's probably like a 30-year-old analogy that mm. no longer exists in today's society because mm. we look at doctors and we think of women anyway, mm. most of the time. But it's the unconscious bias yeah. in the fact that you would have thought that a doctor 30 years ago, you wouldn't have thought it's a woman. Mm. And the unconscious bias is literally that. It's that kind of unseeded or that rooted bias yeah. that we don't know is there, yeah, yeah. but it's there. Yeah, yeah, And it informs decisions we make. It informs the way we talk to people. It informs what we do sometimes. Yeah. Right. No, it's fine. You got me. <laughs> you got me still. I can't explain it better than that, man. So now that we know what it is, let's get a bit deeper. So like, even in terms of... um what you were saying about the fact that in a way we're putting a pressure on ourselves because of our own unconscious bias um based on what we think other people are going to say about us so that's what i asked you like has anyone actually called you a fuck because like a lot of the time i'm not gonna lie i make a lot of um narratives in my mind mm-hmm. just based on me too my <laughs> and when you think about it they've actually never said nothing never, to me a lot, like, 90 percent of the time ain't nobody said nothing to me yeah but I create this picture yeah. and it's crazy because I'm, I'm here like, am I a crackhead? Yeah. Does anyone else see this? <laughs> but it's like, unfortunately, like you can put it down to a degree to mental health in it mm. because we create these pictures and in a weird way, those pictures push us along, right? Yeah. I create a picture. They don't like me because I'm black. Next thing you know, I'm doing all the work possible yeah. because they can, because now that they can see the black guys, the one doing stuff. Yeah. And it acts as a service to us, but also a disservice to yeah. us. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it depend, depends on how you use it, though. Yeah, it depends yeah. on how you use it. Because, like, even when it comes to speaking in, like, a meeting, for example, in my mind, I'm like, nah, they're, they're cussing me still, like. <laughs> yeah. I don't sound like them. Yeah, man. Like, don't worry. <laughs> like, that's the thing. you feel like you're doing something wrong, yeah. just, for, just for being yourself, innit? Yeah. Again, no one's ever said anything. So just imagine that now you're letting it affect you. Mm. And so now you're feeling down where no one has actually said anything to you. Yeah. That is also like a mental health issue. It is, it is. <laughs> and it's this constant fight that we have in it. Mm. And, and you know, I can't speak for other ethnic races or, yeah. or other kind of, um, I hate the word BAME, but other... Yeah. other no, other, no, let's speak about that. That word is ridiculous. Yeah, hey, mate. <laughs> they, you know what? That, that, Do you know what? Nah. It, like, the way I see it is that when you don't know, you don't know, innit? Yeah. And so, at one point, it was, it was the N-word. Yeah. Then they thought, mm, let's be nice to call you Negroes. Yeah. Then they thought coloured. Yeah. Now it's black. Yeah. Then it becomes, you know, black and everybody else, yeah. BAME. And now they're just trying to, okay, ethnics. Yeah. They don't know what to say. And I think the problem is, is that because it shouldn't be something to say. 
Yeah, that's there should be no label. In the Do you first know what I mean? Like, I, they shouldn't be able to di- distinguish between yeah, me and someone else. Yeah, like, and that's the that's the problem with society. In one the only sense, they focus more on like culture yeah. rather than yeah. And I, again, like, I don't have to be like, you can be white mm. and be of a Jamaican culture. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. you were you were you've embraced that culture. You've been born into that culture. Yeah, culture has no skin color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, when we're talking about race, we specifically have a color. Mm. And that's the problem. Like you're defined by race and not by culture. Mm. If it was culture, we'd all get along. Yeah. Because there is there are similarities in in most cultures. British culture, let's be real. There's a there's there are slight similarities because you know the UK or Britain colonized places in the world, brought their things to you know various different countries. Mm. So there's going to be British culture in certain other places. It's going to yeah, mix. Yeah. Culture has no color. <laughs> no, it's facts. It's facts. Like back to unconscious bias. Where do you think it came from? Oh, like mate, because it's not a small thing. Like you said, it can actually be something that holds you back. Yeah, and yeah, in I, a way, you're just making up a lot of. Some of them could be true beliefs, but yeah. some a lot of them are false, isn't it? So you're yeah putting a barrier on your life just based on how you're thinking. Yeah, and I, and I mean to to think about where it came from. I don't know, man. Like. We can sit here and talk about slavery all day long, mm. but I think it's deeper than that. Mm. And I think it goes way, way back. Um, I don't know if you believe in cavemen or not. I don't know, but mm. it comes from a place where at one point someone must have thought because of the way you look, mm. you're this. So if yeah. we go into a plantation field, yeah. the black the, the black plantation workers, they're lazy. Mm. Now we get this whole thing of black people are lazy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And And... We're not gonna sometimes you know help us. Hey Joe, Joe, so, sometimes I procrastinate, bro. Yeah. So, sometimes I feel a bit lazy. But the reality of it is, is where it came from, I wish I had a clue. Mm. But you know, I think the reality of it is is how can we how can we get rid of get it? Get rid of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask you that. Do you think it's possible to get rid of it? I think it's possible to get rid of it, but I think you made a really good point. We don't help ourselves. Mm. Um and I think when we don't help ourselves, it makes it difficult for us to change the opinions of others. Mm. Again, you can argue that p- others' opinions don't matter, but the yeah. reality of it is, is that you know, if Mister Smith is one signing my paycheck, your, your opinion matters in the moment because yeah. my family need to eat. Yeah. Um. And so I think the difficulty is, is that each individual person needs to recognize the unconscious bias they have towards themselves, and ask themselves if they're willing to, I guess, walk blindly yeah. because the unconscious bias kind of acts as a guide for us. Yeah. Because sometimes, like you said, those guys over there are having a meeting and you think it's about you mm. and it can drive you. Mm. <laughs> are you prepared to put that aside and just free will mm. and just go about life, not thinking about they're talking bad about me, mm. you know? And it's, it's hard. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, in a way, it's just fear. Yeah, it's fear. That, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, even if you relate to any other circumstance in life, whether I don't know someone's had a break in a relationship or trauma, whatever mm-hmm. it is, it's the belief that that incident's gonna occur again. Yeah, yeah. Even though it might never come, might out never again. occur again. So you still have to go through the same sort of process yeah. where you got to heal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what it is. But the re- the difficulty is, is we've done we've, we've we've had like hundreds of years of trying to heal. Yeah. When do we actually heal? Yeah. No, it's facts, man. Because like the time is now, really. Like, yeah. There's no excuses, and like you know. It makes sense as to why a lot of the time we feel as though we are the representation of our race. <laughs> yeah. Because like, yes, whether you like it or not, 
there's pressure on you there's pressure, to make man. sure that there's you're pressure. putting us in the right way. Yeah. I do feel like it's changing. Like we are doing bits in terms of like um appearing in like um higher uh, less role ranked roles and yeah. so on. Um however all it takes is one person to to, really ru- to ruin us. it, isn't it? So um no, it's interesting. But another thing, yeah, I don't know if you thought about this as well. Have you thought about the unconscious bias amongst ourselves? What do you mean? Towards others. Yeah, but within our own community, I mean. So, so like, in terms of like, I'm not going to trust my man. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or like, even, even walking down the road. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruv, I know what they say on the news and that. Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. you're just a certain way, yeah. but us. <laughs> if we're walking on the pavement, <laughs> you see a couple of man. Yeah, you, yeah, we, do that. you stop you stop, and you, you walk stop. the other way, bro. Yeah. Like, nah, I thought about it. I've, and that's the reason why we can't grow though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, why can't, do you know what I mean? Why can't me and you as brothers? Okay, the way that I look at it is this year, like money is a problem in, in black community. Mm. Either we ain't got enough or we're too focused on it, right? Mm. And money can be divisive. It can tear us apart. And one thing that I look at is, say me and you make a pact, yeah? Mm. And we both like this girl, but we're bros. Yeah. We're just going to leave her, yeah? I go away for a couple months. You think, hey, it's my time to to go to go get sis. <laughs> yeah. I come back, you're shacked up with this with this girl. Yeah. And now I'm vexed. I yeah. can't trust you. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of the times we look at it as that's kind of the unconscious bias we have amongst ourselves. Yeah. I can't trust you. Yeah. No, it's fine. That's the main thing. We're both trying to yeah. get the same thing. We both want to get money. We both want to get fame, success. Yeah. I can't trust you. And it's sad because that's a mentality that's ingrained in us from time mm. that you can't trust him. Like he's stealing your bread. Yeah. And then the problem is, is now that we walk out on road and we see a couple of men them and it's like, yeah, let me stay away from those guys. They, they, they might try to do me wrong. Yeah. The reality of it is, is we don't know. But the unconscious bias within us tells us that I can't trust you, but you're yeah. my you're my own flesh and blood. Yeah. Even that movement in itself can now make you a target because it, it you're, can moving, <laughs> you're moving. You're moving mad. Yeah. You're moving mad. Yeah. Everyone's looking at you. Why are you, why are you shifty for? Yeah. It's tough. It's yeah. tough, but... The problem is, is that it might not affect us, our generation too much. The next generation is going to be a problem. Mm. Generation after that is going to be a problem. And when you look at what they say about statistics, um, the next generation, so not not the next generation after us, but the generation after that, yeah. are going to suffer from mental health um, illnesses like it's, like, it's, like it's a cold yeah. or like it's yeah. flu. Like it's just going to be ongoing. Mm. And that's sad when you think that you know, right now we're doing amazing work with mental health, yeah. but we're not doing enough. But it's sad that it's literally just going to be pre-diagnosed for kids in the next 20 to 30 years. Yeah. No, it's mad. Like, it's it's a joke. Like, even in terms of mental health, we're the ones that are suffering a lot yeah. as well. Like, yeah. When I'll go to inpatient setting, it's basically us. It's us, man. It's us. <laughs> in the extreme ends. So yeah. Like, I know there's many other reasons as to why people end up there. Yeah. But the fact that we already place a mental barrier on ourselves. Yeah. How are you going to survive in a world or community where you're different and not unite mm-hmm. with those that look like you all are going through the same sort of struggle? So like, that's you're thing. making things a bit harder for yourself. So yeah. even in terms of what you said about trust, that's a good point because yeah. like, that is the main thing. Like, they always say, oh yeah, we can't trust each other or, or we need to start trusting each other. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's been saying that for how many years? But what are we doing? Yeah. The thing is, in order for you to end up building that trust you have to allow yourself to to be vulnerable all over again you do so like no one's actually making those actions to put themselves out there you know what 
I know what happened in the past, happened in the past, but I'm going to make this little sacrifice and give, yeah. give you a try. And I mean, that's a key, like, that's a key, like, relationship topic, isn't it? In mm. relationships in general, in order to have a successful relationship, there has to be vulnerability from yeah. both sides. I'm saying that like, even if you've been heartbroken, like, numerous times, yeah. you still got to give the next person you got, you a got chance. To, yeah, you got to give them a chance. Otherwise, yeah. you ain't never going to get nowhere. <laughs> Otherwise, it's the same unconscious bias. You're going to yeah. fit the next guy's going to do the same do the thing. same thing, yeah. So, like, whether, uh, I don't know, another person from our community done you dirty don't you can't you can't put that, that on all the random <laughs> but that's what we do ourselves that's what we do and that's that's i think that's what's sad about it like the lack of trust in our own people i remember going out to, it's mad i remember going um to one of like the blm rallies yeah a couple of years ago like freedom fire <laughs> <laughs> i was there, Yo. I was there boy. um but now i remember going yeah. and and it's mad the unconscious bias in me was like we just look like thugs. Mm. Like I genuinely thought we look like thugs. Yeah. And then the crazy thing is, is that the thought was vindicated when thuggish behavior happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's almost annoying at the fact that as black people, we can't have, we can't have nothing good yeah. <laughs> because we know that there's going to be a couple people in the group that are going to just ruin it for us. Yeah. And it's funny. Like I remember way, way back when I was in school, there was this saying that you can't have too many brothers on one team. Yeah. And it's because <laughs> it's because everyone wants to be Flash. Yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to be LeBron. Everyone wants mm. to be Michael. Ain't nobody want to be Scotty Pippen and just sit at the back mm. and chill. And it was true. We'd lose games because a brother's trying to like the keeper's trying to do rainbow flicks. Yeah. To get the ball out. And it's like, nah, man. <laughs> oh, it comes all the way back down to like we always talk about mentality. Like, yeah. Because even that in itself, you could also argue that we've also placed that prediction on ourselves. We that's have. not gonna work. We have. But yeah, you can say whether it's sports within a workplace. Yeah. Yeah. If we're seeing those predictions about ourselves, imagine what your employers could be thinking. So then at the same time, can you argue that's probably why they only want to have a certain amount? That, that's why you've got, so you got the ethnicity. What's, what's it they Quota. call Yeah, you got the yeah. ethnicity quite only, only 5%, only 20%. Because if we're if this is what we're saying as well, they're sitting in the they're sitting in the boardroom thinking the same thing. Mm. And that's why it's sad. Because we don't help ourselves. How are we ever going to grow if all we're doing is just chopping the tree down? Yeah. We don't give a, a chance for the leaves to grow. We just chop it down. Mm, and it's a shame because like, I really do hope in our lifetime, black people really do make it to the top. And I'm not talking about the top of sports. I'm not talking about the top of the charts, the music, but I'm talking the top of politics. I'm talking, mm. you know, I'm talking the real deal. And it's, you know, we've seen Barack call, um, we've got um young black lady who's running for um, um, yeah, prime, yeah. prime minister, Tory leader and that. And that's amazing stuff. And that's the type of stuff we want to see. Yeah. Maybe it's because she's conservative that we're kind of, ain't nobody really like, <laughs> high-fiving yet. Yeah. But we should be supporting her just because it, it looks good that our daughters can be prime minister. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whether you're conservative, Lib Dem, Labour, I don't care. Like, but see, you know what? Even that in itself how many people are going to support her? Because then this whole unconscious bias thing just comes back into play again. Because you can go back. Yeah, we spoke about trust, but yeah. now let's talk about support. Yeah. You've seen so many people set up stuff. Have yeah. you supported them? Even those in like um, politics mm. or um, whatever it is that they're doing in it. Like there's always chances yeah. for us to plant that new seed. Because yeah. like you said, yeah. we're not allowing things to grow. We keep chopping down the leaves. But are we planting new seeds to let something beautiful grow and... <laughs> bear some fruits no you know, not. do you know what's difficult about that one though see you remember when Barack was running for president yeah people black people were voting for Barack just because he was black mm. yeah 
UK politics, I think, is a little bit more divisive. Mm. And I think it's a little bit more divisive because Labour's one end of the spectrum. Conservative yeah, yeah. is the other. Yeah. And, you know, if you're Labour, it kind of feels like you're more about the people. Mm. If you're conservative, you're more about your pockets. That's, mm. what, it's, that's what it looks like from the yeah, outside, yeah. isn't it? And so I guarantee people won't vote for her because she's black. Because mm. they want to see a black woman at the top. There will be the element of politics involved. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think... Yeah. That's why she might not get as much support from the people that she needs. Um, you know, the unconscious bias part of it is wrapped into the politics now, I think, with that. Mm. Because it's, yeah, I want her to succeed because she's black, but she's gonna she might raise my taxes because that's what they do. Yeah, no, okay. That, that, yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> that though, one, so I think yeah. that's that scenario is a little bit sticky because of how interesting UK politics is at this moment yeah. in time. Okay, not gonna lie, when it comes to like politics and that, I feel like you still got to make sure that they're the right candidate. You've got to like, be the right person, man. The race, like, <laughs> I'm trying to buy a house out here. I can't yeah. afford for inflation to go up anymore. <laughs> no, it's true, man. But again, like, how are we going to eradicate this, man? Like, obviously it might still be present in people, but I'm yeah. saying that like, how to decrease the amount of bias. Well, like, let's just even break it down to like the lack of trust yeah. or the lack of support. Like, what needs to be done? Because like, Bro, I'm I'm tired of having these conversations. I'm tired like, too, man, I'm tired too. I want to have like practical solutions. Like, if there is any, I think you got to start at a basic level, and that, that basic level is the kids, man. Mm. I think you got to start there. Unfortunately, like we're in our late twenties, whatever. I don't want to say it's too late for us, mm. but in one sense, it might be. We've we've had twenty plus years of looking at our other brother and thinking, "What are you looking at?" Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I think with the kids, it's still salvageable, mm. and it's getting them to be united. Mm. The only problem is on that level, they've got their own issues, man. Yeah. They can't walk into the next postcode. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they can't, they can't catch a bus freely. Mm. And that's why it's so difficult in our community because at, at, at the highest, at the older level, you've got Caribbeans who don't trust Africans, Africans who don't trust Caribbeans. Mm. And we're talking like our grandparents ages. Do you mm. know what I mean? Um, at our level, it's hard because it's like we're just trying to we're we're young and we're trying to buy houses and we're trying to get money and mm. you know i need to beat you to get money like mm. I, and then at, like i said at the younger level they're running around with with knives trying to be knights of the shining armor and doing all that nonsense mm. so at what stage generate generationally are we free of any barriers in our community we're not mm. and that's what's crazy mm. Like at no generational stage can I say there's unity amongst us. Yeah. And no. it's sad, man. I think uh, to an extent, our generation, to an extent, depends on what it is. I think... Maybe in terms of like socializing, embracing other cultures I think, uh, and we're, so we're, we're better at embracing yeah. other cultures. But even still, like, I think it's not enough. Yeah. In it's terms of like enough. support, trust and that. I wouldn't say it's that strong. I wouldn't yeah. say. Yeah. I, and I think, again why is it even a conversation that we need to bring our nation together? Why is yeah. that even a conversation? That's why it's sad. Yeah. But it's not just prevalent here. Like it's even in Africa. It's back well. home, man. <laughs> back home is probably worse. Yeah. It's probably worse back home. Like because the country's not even united there. So they're not even united there. It's a bigger issue. But you got to start somewhere in it. So like, yeah. when you're talking about the different, I don't know, periods to start, I don't know. It's just like anywhere. Like, because I feel like even that mindset where you feel like it might be too late for us, I feel mm. like that's already defeating you because like, we're still alive. 
We can but, still do something nah, now. No, no, no. Like, do you know what? Anything you know can right. change. Any sort of re- rewiring. It anything just means change. that it might be harder yeah. because we've gone through a, a lot longer, innit? Yeah, And yeah. children are younger and of course they're still in the learning stage. But as yeah. you grow up, you're less willing to learn. Yeah. You're less willing to like so change your say, mentality. You your old dog new tricks, yeah. innit? <laughs> but you can, but it's harder, Yeah, it's harder. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and I think you're right. Like, it is the defeatist mindset. Yeah. Because anything could change. Like, you can you can change an eight year old man. Yeah. Tell him to turn his ways. But it's harder. It's harder. Yeah. It's harder. But I think like the problem is is the issue we're talking about is 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 it's a it's like it's a worldwide scale issue, mm. and we're talking about divisions that are eight hundred plus years old. Yeah. We're talking about like millions of people taken from one area to another that causes a whole new division. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's what's tricky about it. Like, where we might be British born, but go back home to the Caribbean or to Africa, you're foreign. Yeah. No, it's true. Like, you got no identity. Yeah, I can't lie. Like, it's mad. Well, you're welcome, but I'm saying, like, you're not Just, like, what's, seen as their own. <laughs> anyway. what's, what's, that's the thing. Like, I'll, people say, oh, who do you resonate with? And obviously, like, got, got roots in Nigeria. Yeah. My parents were from the Caribbean. Yeah. Like, ancestry in Nigeria. Yeah. But the reality of it is, is I say, I don't know, man, I belong to the sea or something because <laughs> the reality of it is yeah. if I like, if I go to Africa, I'm, I'm foreign mm. facts. Yeah. If I go back to the Caribbean, I'm of that heritage, but I'm foreign. Yeah. I'm here and the man here don't even accept me. Yeah. Where do you belong? And yeah. I think if you're British born, it's sticky. Yeah. It is sticky because really and truthfully, you're a foreigner no matter where you go. Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. Like that division that our generation, British born, where do we belong to? Yeah. You know, our parents' generation, yeah, they're from wherever they're from, but there are divisions in those nations. Yeah. As a people, we're divided. But you know what? We've adopted the European mindset. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Because of course. here, everyone's for themselves. It's all that individualistic yeah. sort of mentality. Like instead of working together, we've been focusing on ourselves. Like how many people are still. Uh, I don't know, close with the extended family and so mm, on. Like, mm, everyone's mm. keeping themselves to themselves. Yeah. Focusing on their own thing, not trying to help other people. Once you reach a certain level, you're not trying to help them out. Yeah. Teach them how you're doing it. It's just, oh, yeah, everything's calm, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's just happened, isn't it? All that, you got a job. You're going to help the next man that wants to get into the same yeah, sort get of same thing. Yeah, get the same sort of position, yeah. Like, it's that mentality, but what can we do to change it? I feel like it's just focusing on the things that we can do that re- require some sort of unity. So like, I think a good example could be like football. Yeah. That can easily allow you to draw people from other areas of London. Of course, I know it might be taken for some people, but even that in itself is um, bridging some sort of gap. Bridges a gap, yeah. Between different areas. Yeah. Like, it happens um, at older age, but at, at a young age, I'm not sure how much it happens. Yeah. Like, eventually, you start mixing and so when you go uni yeah, and so Yeah, when you go uni, like, you mix with anybody. Before, before then. Well, that's what I'm saying. Sports is one good way, but... yeah. When people go out to motives and so on, they mix again. There's always a, a way for you. Yeah, it's just yeah. about thinking about the other ways, like something maybe more meaningful, something that's going to stick. So yeah. that, I think that's what I'm thinking about. What can be done? Because like anything that requires collaboration, maybe someone creating some sort of like project or business and mm. then everyone has to um, contribute like this so that you can actually trial yeah. things out in it. Like this is the fresh beginning. All right, cool. What happened, happened. All right, we're going to work on this we're together. Yeah, yeah. And if that works, then all of a sudden, that's new evidence. Like, oh, yeah. we can work together. Oh, we can trust each other. All right, cool. Let's do the next thing. All it takes is one move to change 
and your, I think we, viewpoint. I think we can, I can, I think we can, we can do it. We've done it before. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, like obviously I mentioned earlier, like you can, it went left at points. Yeah, but we've shown that we can do it. Yeah. And I remember that summer, that summer was wild because you had protests left, right and centre everywhere. Yeah. Every nation had some type of protest. Every type of people had some type of protest. And you, like, I remember there was a school I was working at and they had a protest. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, but it's a shame that that those protests are always born out of some type of negativity. Yeah. I think that's my issue. Like, I, I don't like the fact that we only come together once. When something mad happens. Something mad happens. Like, and that's the thing, I mean... An idea that springs to mind is, you know, um, was it years ago? They used to do like concerts for like um, sending aid out to Africa mm. and used to get all the superstars, all the superstar singers would turn up. People from around the world would turn up and you'd hear the best music and money would just be given to these impoverished nations. Yeah, bro, like, sorry, Karen, you just made me think of okay. <laughs> And I'm thinking, yo, why can't we do that with... Not in the same, not not singing necessarily or music, but why can't we do something where the stars come out and because the stars, the celebrities attract us, right? Mm. You know, Boyega, mm. Elba, you know, all these guys come together because they're all from different parts of London, isn't it? Mm. Come together, unify, unify us on a small scale first. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If we can unify London, you've done half of the job, isn't it? Mm just doing these little things here where we can unify groups get us together that might be a shout mm. but i think again the reality of it is is that there has to be buy-in from everybody mm. do you know what i mean um yeah man bro no it's true man because like you could argue that in a way they haven't been um fulfilling their duties in terms of like once they've made it, they haven't tried to yeah. really help their community. And I think that's the difficulty. Because like, like, you could argue, all right, cool, it shouldn't really be their responsibility. They yeah, yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> so that's why I don't like to focus on them too much. But again, of course, if they did help yeah. out, that would have made some changes as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. If they like, if they do help out, it makes changes. Yeah. But like you said, like, you know when you hear sometimes that, like, oh, footballers should be role models. Yeah. Who said? Yeah. Jamie, who said? Like, Am I a role model just because I work with young people? Yes. Yeah. But if I was a banker, do I have to be a role model? Nah. Yeah. I do what I want to do. That's what I'm saying. In the end of the day, we all got our own individual choices. You know There's I mean? more of us that aren't um, public figures than there yeah. are public figures, isn't it? So imagine all the non-public figures get together. You can still do madness. Yeah, you can still do madness. You can <laughs> like, still do madness. You can still do it. Like, but do you know what? It's always like pushing out the responsibility to other yeah. people. Yeah. It's like once they get rich, all right, cool. What about the homeless people you see in the street? Yeah. You still got more than them. Yeah. How are we not helping them? <laughs> <laughs> like, someone's <laughs> asking you for spare change, literally, like, it could be yeah. 10p, 20p. You're still saying no. So, what makes you think once you get to the start now, all of a sudden it's you're going to give up? <laughs> it's like the mentality that I'm only going to give once it means nothing to me. Yeah. It's like food. Let's say, I don't know, we're both hungry, innit? You might only give me food, food once you're full, full up. Give me the leftovers. Mm. But you're not going to sacrifice. Half that half meal, meal for yeah, me, innit? Yeah. So like, I get what people are saying in terms of like, yes, they should do more. In the ideal world, yes. But like you said, they don't have to. Yeah, they don't so have like, to. What are you doing in it? I want that internal focus on like, mm-hmm. what we can do. But yeah, what you're saying made me think about charities. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of charity work. Um, obviously, like from the West, trying to help out yeah. our issues in terms of like um, Africa and so on, poverty. Yes, you can argue, yes, they should be doing. But I'm saying, like, what are we actually doing? Um, mm-hmm. Have we left the West to um, try and 
help out because like what are we actually doing are you sending yeah. money back home why can't we come together and build our own thing if you're worried about where the money is actually going and so on how can we haven't really tried to help out do you get what I mean like there's always opportunities to try yeah and I, I think I know it's a bit taky what I'm saying isn't it but it, but it goes back to what you said yeah. isn't it we've kind of become consumed by western ideals isn't yeah. it and so like when you <laughs> when you grow up in the west and you hear your mum on the phone to Auntie Mercy all the time. Yeah. And Auntie Mercy saying, oh, ha- have you got no money to send back home? Yeah. And your mum says, they think we're rich over here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's that, in it? Yeah. It's that, like, it's literally a case where, like, yeah, we should be, we should be helping out back home. Yeah. Like, I, I, I completely put my hands up and praise those guys like Akon or Saudi yeah. Omane drug bar who have gone back home and changed their nations yeah. what can we do we can do a lot and it, it doesn't even have to be anything in terms of monetary yeah but you know i remember years ago i knew people who used to send back old phones yeah like to africa and the caribbean i know people used to like people are still sending back clothes yeah and things like that and it's the small things that matter yeah but again like the division is so much so that each party is think isn't on the same wavelength mm. So if you're in Africa, you might be thinking these clubs are nice. Yeah. But I need something else. Yeah. You know what? I actually watched a video where they were basically saying how like, okay, I'm not going to label it for everyone in it, but basically the video was just showing how a lot of people were just sending loads of like old clothes and basically clothes that they don't want to wear in it. Mm-hmm. And it's not, might not be wearable most yeah. of the time. Like yeah. most of the time it's actually not wearable or it's not um, suitable for the environment yeah, they're, they're in, in it. Yeah, so like not. what you said in terms of like old phones or technology, I feel like that, it's probably more um, beneficial for them, something that they yeah. can use the, to create something. Yeah, the tech is more beneficial because yeah. don't forget, you ain't got to use the phone, yeah. but you can use the parts. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's only so much clo- like cloth you can use before yeah. it, before you can't use it no more. Yeah. And I think that's the difficulty. Like Even that like mindset, you're only willing to give it once, you're done with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the, thing. that's the thing. <laughs> then I'm going to give it. It's like, like, it's like I'm going to give my worst yeah. and not my best. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's like, what no one goes to Gucci and Prada and buys out the whole store to send it back to Africa. Yeah. No one does that. So that just tells you your viewpoint, yeah. or your respect levels. Yeah, because for your own, you're <laughs> you're viewing because in your mind you view your old trash items as gold to those yeah. in poverty. When really and truthfully, you can give different. Like, you might have an old PlayStation Two. I'm just thinking about what I'm yeah, envisaging yeah. in my yard right now. Yeah. An old PlayStation Two. I know that. They probably don't want to play that. The yeah. kids out there, they're probably asking for a four or a five. Yeah, yeah. But do you know what? Someone can take those parts and use those parts to better another product. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, yes, I'm giving something that I no longer want, no longer use. But do you know what? When I think about it, there's there's five, six different uses that you can create out of that one item. Yeah. If I bring the torn up shoes that I've got in my backyard, I give that to a child in Africa, they're only gonna get more torn up. <laughs> but you know that's that's the mindset we have we only think okay cool it's bad alright cool they should appreciate it anyway yeah like, like, like the, but what's <laughs> bad us as westerners we know if you brought that to my table and said here you go I bought you some like here's some shoes I'm like what's that yeah like human nature is that we desire things that are complete yeah things yeah. That, that are the best just because these people are in poverty doesn't mean that they don't want the nicest things yeah, they, they, levels, they, they still do don't kind of diminish what they want because mm they have less money or they or they don't sleep in a nice house or they sleep out on the road don't diminish yeah. them bro it's the same as like homeless people again i know i keep mentioning but like imagine you're only willing to give them pennies 
You fully yeah. got a pound there, or maybe even 10p, 20 You're like, nah, let me get rid of my pennies. Yeah, let me get rid of the pennies, yeah. Like, do you know, but do you know, what, do you know what's mad though? I won't lie to you though. I won't lie to you. I've seen some homeless brothers with better crap than me. Yeah. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> and they got new ones every week. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say that they're, I get what they're you're always saying, like um, innocent and so on. But yeah, at the same yeah. time, there's also a flip side to it. Imagine yeah, there's, like, always a, there's always a flip side um, to it. There's money given to you as a homeless person. Yeah. The moment you decide to get a fresh trim or I don't know, um, clean yourself and so on. Now, now you're not, because you're, you're not worse enough, you're no yeah. longer homeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like everything is irrelevant. People want to wait till you're completely battered to before your, they help you. you know that's the same with us and everything. Like, you're only going to help the next man once, when, once he's really down. On knees once down. he's down. But it shouldn't get to that. That's society though, isn't it? Like, like we, we have to feel sorry for you to help you. Yeah. And that's what's sad. Bro, think about your heart. Your heart's cold then. Yeah, man. Heart's cold. Heart's cold. Because it is. Because remember, it's you versus me. Yeah. That's why, that's why there's the division. Because yeah. it's always going to be you versus me. You can't always be happy for another brother's success, which is what's sad because it's you versus me. But why? Like, why, why <sighs> can't you? Like, it's mad. I don't know. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Like, like, I think the nice thing is when, like, obviously, like, you meet people and you're on the same wavelength. Yeah. You both have goals. You both have aspirations. And if you can help each other, amazing. Yeah. The problem is, is that not everybody's like that. Yeah. And that's the, that, that's the scariest thing. Like, where, where did we go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I also feel like you've got to flip the narrative. So like, even though that is the general contest or the general feeling that you feel like oh, everyone is in it for themselves, all you got to do is change the representation. It's like media do that all the time, like by just projecting whatever they want to project and oh, that the, influences like how you... The media are amazing. Like I'm saying, so why can't we do the same thing? Like getting Boy. the people that are like-minded in that sense, show the goodness that they're doing and show how it's working and so maybe yeah. how they've profited from it. Because all of a sudden, people feel, oh, you know what? Let me get my man, that man. Like, let, let's try to do our thing, innit? All of a sudden, people are changing. Because, like, again, your representation kind of is the only way to change a whole narrative. Because, like, of yeah. course, not everyone's going to come together. But, like, what you do in your circle or what you do in your city, whatever it is, that's the starting point. But that's the thing. I think it's all about representation. I think it's all about how people view it. Mm. Like, think about this like if i said to you that there's a government leader or a president or whatever of a nation that lies to the people that says to you you can't leave your house but he or she leaves their house all the time puts in curfews employs their friends who have done wrong in the past you tell me that nation is corrupt, innit? Yeah. And nine times out of 10, you tell me that nation would either be a Middle Eastern nation, an African nation, a Caribbean nation, uh, like a, I don't know, a nation out in, you know, n- near China. Yeah. What if I told you that was the UK? Yeah. <laughs> you, that, I, now that I told you it's the UK, because that's yeah. Boris Johnson in a nutshell, yeah. the narrative changes, innit? Mm. Because, oh, the UK can't be corrupt. Yeah. So I've given you one scenario or many scenarios and most people listening would have thought, yeah, you're talking about some African nation. Oh, you got me again. <laughs> <laughs> but fam, I'm talking about the nation we live uh, in, bro. Those look like different continents. Exactly. Like, yeah. But that's that's the UK. So it's all about representation, yeah. man. And it's also about how far you're willing to, to actually accept what you yeah. hear. Because the problem is, is I think, because of the lack of trust, we're not willing to accept what we're yeah. hearing. Obviously, you can't always accept it. Yeah. But it's just the fact that we're just 
we're not on the same wavelength anymore. Mm. We're not on a pathway where we're willing to work together. Mm. And I think that's the saddest thing. Like we do need to find some type of unity somewhere. We need to, we do need to make sm- small ground and it takes one movement. Mm. It, t- it takes one person with one idea, one movement to shape a whole nation, isn't it? Mm. But it's just, how do we do that? Yeah, and no, I think true. that, and I think that's a question that we might not cover today. We might not cover next week, but it's just going to have to be an ongoing conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. because we've had hundreds of years of trying to figure out unity. I think, no, to be honest, I feel like there, there are ways, but I feel like not everyone's willing to No everyone's willing to put in the work. Yeah. Because like, you can argue that if there's more youth groups or um, mm-hmm. let's say groups for young black men, so that brotherhood, sisterhood, mm-hmm. um, parenthood, or mixing between um, those that don't have fathers with um, father figures mm-hmm. and so on. Like just loads of different groups. But who's willing to do that stuff for free? For free. <laughs> exactly. For free. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. Even in terms of like our own sort of like um, job center, like yeah. the black center, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like just trying to help people with jobs in it yeah. within the community. Like you can help you experience, give them a you a can, work. but then that's where the unconscious bias comes back into it, isn't it? Yeah, because you you know for sure there's gonna be someone saying, "Oh, if I hire all these black people, they'll ruin my business." Yeah, no, that's and true. I think and I, and again, like I know obviously the topic is unconscious bias, and we're talking about mental health and everything, but that's that's the reality of it, isn't it? And I think, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of it as well. I'm guilty of, you know, seeing the negatives in a situation, maybe sometimes, well, to be fair, I see the positives, I try to see the positives, but sometimes we see the negatives in a situation because we're, we're always trying to kind of protect ourselves. And if I know the negatives, I can protect myself better because I know what to be aware of or what to, I guess what to be afraid of. Yeah, no, you know you're right, I mean? man. We're all guilty. I'm guilty as well, man. Like it's 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 sad. It's sad. But man. I'm just trying to focus on the forward thinking. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. What can we actually do? Because like, yeah. and I've, I've, I think the forward thinking is you got to start on a. You know what? Like nowadays, you can do anything, man. You can do, um, you can sell, you can sell a random event. You know, you can create an event on Eventbrite. Yeah. Sell it. You know, do a survey. See what see what the people want to hear about. Yeah. Find speakers, boom, your event right there. Doesn't take that long. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I think it's some of that. Do you not feel like it's happening already? Like slowly, there's like some sort of revival because I'm I, seeing I, loads of like initiatives going on. Like, I but saw, again, you can argue that some of those initiatives are quite selfish in a way. Yeah, like, they might do their thing, but they're, they're only doing it because they want to be the ones that yeah, stand yeah, yeah. out, and they're yeah. not trying to help you. Yeah. Out. I mean, I saw. So I saw an event, Hackney Wick, mm. a couple of weeks ago, and it was like a black, like a black event um, that, you know, black food, black music, like just... Is it a Borough Cup or is it... No, it was just a stall oh, okay, cool. um, yeah. near Hackney Wick Station. Was mm. it Hackney Wick? Something like that. Um, Hackney Down, sorry. And it was just black food, black music. Um, I think there was a club in there as well, like at the back mm. somewhere. And it was just black people embracing our culture you had white people there you had asian people there mm. and to me that's a good start yeah it's an amazing start yeah my whole thing is what's the message mm. now the message is buy black the message is listen to black the message is eat black food mm. but what's the message yeah what's being said yeah. because my thing is that i want to hear you speak about how we come together yeah. i want us to hear you speak about you know why the real history, real, you know, black history in the UK isn't being taught to our kids. Yeah. I want to hear about that type of stuff. How yeah. can we 
campaign. Yeah. I'm all down for listening to Bob Marley and, and, <laughs> and you know, Burner Boy. I'm all down for it. Yeah. But I want to hear a message behind it. Yeah. And I think these events are cool. But I always think with our community, we have to think about the message as well. Yeah. It's no longer enough to just bring us together. Yeah. Cause yeah, hundred, the message is lost. Yeah. We like people have been bringing us, to, we've been bringing ourselves together for years yeah. and just doing nothing. <laughs> it's just fine. It's like, look how many events there are. Do you know what I mean? There's always times where we're, we're together, but yeah. what are we actually speaking about? What are we actually speaking There's about? There's so many opportunities to like grow. Yeah. And what, <laughs> and is there a message that's changing people? Cause me and you could go to, could go to an event and there's no message. We're just together. Yeah. You can go outside and two brothers are stabbing, stabbing each other on the, yeah, on, the, yeah. on the sidewalk. Like, I want to hear a message that brings us together. That makes me believe that I can trust you and you yeah. can trust me. And if we work at this, we can actually do something amazing. Yeah. Like, I think, you, I don't know if you've seen it. There's three brothers that they go around and do the raffles for the houses and that. No, so, I haven't seen that. Okay. So they, um, two black brothers, three black brothers, sorry. And they buy these houses and then they raffle off the tickets. And if you, if your raffle number gets spread out, you get the house. Yeah. Actually, I think I saw them on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to try and play. Yeah, boy, I've, I've, done, I've done it twice. I ain't yeah. won no house. But, um, but yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Now, their unity is natural. They're brothers. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Their unity is natural. But why can't we have unity where, anybody say we have to start selling off houses. Yeah. But we come together on initiatives. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. You know, job center. Why can't we have the black center? Yeah. Like, why can't we go in on an initiative where we actually have a black A to Z of businesses? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know people are trying to do that. Like they're trying to create a directory. I was thinking of doing that myself. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Someone's doing it already. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you can do it as well. But um, you're right, man. Like what you said really just spoke to me. When you spoke about in terms of like the opportunities where you're together, let's say in a club or something mm-hmm. like there's always bare people in it, but there's no message. There's no message. There's and no for message, years bro. we've been together, whether it's carnival, whatever yeah. it is. God, carnival's a big one. There's so many opportunities. There's no to message. Get a word in, isn't it? That's one thing why like I, I haven't been to carnival in so long because there, what an ample opportunity yearly to bring people together of a similar community, similar yeah. culture. And we dance, we eat, we laugh, but we go home and there was no message. Yeah. The unity was there, but the unity to one degree was superficial. Yeah. Because I'm still going back to my yard, hating mandem from across, across, across town. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We, 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 we saw each other. Yeah. And we might have nodded. Yo, what's up? Yeah. But when, when carnival's done, <laughs> if you're on my block, it's long. Yeah, no, that's true. And there's no message. Like, yeah. that's one thing I can't really stand. Like, the unity is there, mm. but the unity sometimes is superficial. Yeah, that is superficial because like if the message isn't there, you're not really gonna regard your moments together as yeah. anything. Yeah, because you're focusing on anything else. You're still focusing yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a shubs. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. People used to we use the word shubs. You just got you just got out. That's what it is. It just happened to be there. You yeah, because like, <laughs> there's so many opportunities to get a message in. Like no one's saying that it's gonna be a long message. It could yeah, yeah. be one line or not one line, but like one, um, let's say like two minutes, yeah. one minute speaking. Done. All right, cool. Everyone have fun. But at least you got something. At least you've got something. And and you never know, it might touch a couple of people. Yeah. And I think that's the key thing. Like, nobody's saying that you have to go out there and speak to the masses and, you know, be a a pioneer like Malcolm X or Martin Luther King Jr. No one's saying that. But what we're saying is that, you know, how can you, what what are you giving to people? Mm. Do you know what I mean? I always feel like 
if I'm having a conversation with someone, I need to leave you with at least a few words that make you think differently when you leave that conversation. Yeah. And I think that's the hardest thing. Like yeah. we have all these events, but for some reason as black people, a lot of our events involve alcohol, food and shaking your waist. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not an issue in it, but I think it's just distraction. It's a distraction that's sometimes. It it's a distraction. Like, do you know what I mean? You go to meetings of other communities and they're really talking about how we can change things. Mm. Like I never forget when I heard that, you know, in some, in some um, um, Southeast Asian and Middle, Middle Eastern um, communities, you might have a group of men who come to the UK looking for work mm. and there might be 15 of them living in one house, mm. one four or five bedroom house. And they all, when, when they find work, they all contribute to the house. Yeah. And then once one saved up enough money, or when, when they've all saved up enough money, one person goes and buys a house. Yeah. You've got 14 left. Yeah. And they're all contributing for each man yeah. to get his own yard. Till the last one's there, that's your yard. Yeah. Like, they're servicing each other mm. and it might take 30 years, yeah. but they're working together. And I think that's powerful. Yeah. We don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> We, ain't, we we might not have the finances to do that, but we don't have the trust or the bravery either. Mm. We don't... Black people, we don't take risks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I would argue that we do have the finances. I'm not saying that we have to be proper oh, no, wealthy. No, no, we, we have the finances, yeah. but again, it's like the finances, in addition to the risk oh, okay. yeah, and yeah. the bravery, it kind of isn't there because remember, what's mine is mine. Yeah. I don't want to share it with you because you're out to get me. Mm. And that's why going back to the whole scheme of things, just this divisive mindset has torn us apart. Yeah. I genuinely think we are the most divided people on the planet. Yeah. Not just geometrically, yeah. but I think mentally, spiritually, yeah. physically, we are so disconnected from each other <laughs> that you might be my long lost cousin, yeah. but I don't know because yeah. we're so disconnected. Yeah. It's facts, man. It's facts. Like, it's the Asian community, the Jewish community, even um, the Eastern Europeans. Mm-hmm. Like you've seen so many people come on. Oh. First, they're scapegoated <laughs> yeah, yeah. By, by media or like the locals and so on. But they came with a game plan. They came with a and game plan. Worked together and look, oh. they're doing well for themselves. It's mad. Roll through Edmonton and Tottenham. Yeah, Turkish Kurdish community, and I respect what they do, man. Yeah. They have their own centers and everything, and then they buy other businesses. Yeah. Oh, roll through Stamford Hill, the Jewish community. I respect what they yeah. do. They do it so well. Now, yeah, in one sense, people complain because these communities segregate themselves from other from other communities. Yeah. But you know what? They build and they build on us on a massive scale. They actually build, and I love it. Love it to bits. Why can't that be us, man? Why can't that be us? Yeah. It, can ha- it can happen, though. It, That's the thing. You know what? Like, it can, and because, I think it will. Yeah. And it should start now, because, like, if anything, our capital is growing. Yeah. So, like, there are things that we can definitely do. Yeah. It's about when it's going to start. Because, like you said, you don't have to be Martin Luther King, but you can still... You can still start. We're more connected than ever before in terms of, like, the past. Yeah, yeah. In terms of UK, I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Even the fact that we can reach out to different people through social media and so yeah. on. Like, there's so many ways to actually start stuff. Yeah. Like, you've got the resources. The resources are there. And that's the, I think that's the major thing. The resources are there. So we can't complain, like, say we ain't got no... But the mentality, that's, mentality, that's what needs to change. Mentality needs to change. But like, how does it need to change? Because we always hear it. Um, people complain about the black mentality. 
But how do you actually change that? It's where you want to change it. I think that's the main thing. That's the key to everything. That's where it starts. That's where it ends. That's where it starts. That's where it ends. But do you want to change it? As in, does Darren on the roadside want to change his mentality? Mm. And that's where you have to hit the people at an individualistic level. Because majority of us do want to change. Yeah. But like sometimes you need buy-in from, from the whole group. Yeah. And I think, you know, if Darren doesn't want to change, do we leave him by the wayside? Or do we still welcome him in and show him something new, show him something different? I yeah. think it's how can you change each individualistic mind to get onto the same wavelength as everybody else and see how we can succeed together. It's mad. I remember watching, you know, like you watched the, what was it? The Idris Elba's like, rendition of Mandela. Mm. And he was like, when you have the handout, yeah. you know, each individual finger is weak. Yeah. But they come together and it's strong. And it's, it's like that. If each one of us isn't prepared to work together, then we're weak. Yeah. And I think that's why there's a plight of black people right now because we're just working as individuals. Mm. We're not actually working together. When we do work together, oh, how strong we will be because we've shown that we can be strong. Yeah. Problem is, is that I think, and some people might think it's divisive, some people might think it's wrong, but I think this is you know, not on the same level, but this is a fight in terms of unifying ourselves that can almost go alongside with, you know, trying to get ourselves out of enslavement Mm. and trying to get ourselves, you know, the rights to freedom. I think this, this new struggle of unifying ourselves is another one of those struggles because it's so massive. Yeah. Never before have we really deeped that we are divided across so many planes on this planet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You go to the US, you're, they're divided. Mm. You go to the UK, we're divided. You go back to Africa, we're divided. You go to the Caribbean, we're divided. We're so divided that the task seems like insurmountable. Yeah. But it is possible. But I think that's the thing. Because you look at how many different areas of like division there are that will make people say it's impossible yeah it's scary people say it's impossible <laughs> it's scary but like i said it's the mentality once you call it possible it's possible you yeah. start from there in it you start within your own community you start doing stuff i do not believe that you need everyone to be in agreement with what you're doing mm-hmm. all it takes is like-minded people to come together yeah and change that because like i was saying to you before like as human beings we are influenced by what we see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all you got to do is show it so people see and then believe. Yeah. If you just talk, you're not going to believe because you haven't seen the evidence and we, we move by evidence. And so like... I, th- I think I think sometimes it's, it's allowing people to dream yeah. and come up with their own ideas as to how they see things going or what they want to do. And one of the things that like I've, I've, tr- I've asked people about it... In fact, have you watched the film Inception? Time ago, time right. so it, the the dream was yeah, 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 yeah. bad boy I film, love that. my yeah, favorite yeah. film. It now confused me. It conf- I, I, it co- I had a few inceptions myself. It, it confused <laughs> you, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm break it down. So, like when you were growing up, what did you want to be? No, like, I don't even know. But uh, probably say football, innit? Footballer, yeah? yeah. All right. Is there anyone in your family that ever wanted to be a doctor or a lawyer or one of them? You know, one of those usual. That I actually wanted to. Yeah. I 
don't know. Oh, bro, you're killing me, man. <laughs> oh, sorry, my sister. Sorry. She, okay, cool. Accountant. That's it. Okay, yeah. accountant. She's going to get on to me. Sorry, I haven't forgotten. Sis, I'm sorry. I'm about to say something. You're not going to like it, sis. I'm sorry. So, yeah. in 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 Caribbean or Afro-Caribbean culture, yeah. yeah, we've, a lot of us have had inception done to us. Yeah. And a dream has been planted in us that we, we've always thought was our dream. Yeah. But it actually wasn't. Yeah. Why? Because mum was always saying, that's my little doctor. Yeah. When she grows up, she's going to be a doctor. So you grew up with the idea being planted in your head that you will be a doctor. That's your only choice. Yeah. Now that you're a doctor, you love it or you hate it, right? Yeah. But we've always grown up with ideas planted in us. Some of yeah. us haven't, but majority of us have. Yeah. Inception is the same thing, right? Mm. How can I implant a dream into someone so that when they wake up, they think it's their idea? Yeah. Now, when we're talking about the topic we're talking about, some people want to feel like the idea, the dream is theirs. And if they don't, they can't see it. They can't envisage it. They yeah. can't clock onto it. So now how do we get people to realize that this dream works for both of us? Yeah. This dream of unity serves you and it serves me. It's how you market it, man. How you market it. You got to market in a way that it makes it seem like everyone's involved and we all win. Again, representation, the narrative. Yeah. The UK is just as corrupt as any other nation, but the way they, the way we package it, we package it is as if it's not. How can we package this as if it serves both of us? Because the reality of it is, is that it's not going to serve everybody. Because everyone's going to make that quick analysis, be like, you're going to make money from this. I'm not helping. (laughs) That's what what I'm saying. About the whole food thing or the music thing yeah there's no message so um you're just gonna think just like, okay what's the purpose of this all right probably just trying to make money trying to make money right, yeah <laughs> trying to make money so yeah. you're not gonna support it yeah <laughs> so how like like because what do you get from it <laughs> do, you, do you know what i'm saying so what do you, how do you package something yeah. that someone looks at that and says i can see where it benefits you but you know, i can get benefit out of this as well mm. and not just monetary benefit yeah do you know what i mean and i think that's the problem we need to stop as people selling money I think that's the biggest selling point for us. Yeah, yeah. It's money. Yeah. How can we sell it as opportunity, as pride? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Pride in your nation. Yeah. How can we sell it as just a duty to your people? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And stop selling it as you're going to be rich. Yeah. You know, and I think the focus has been on money so much that it can, I don't know, I don't know how to even phrase it, but I feel like it can lose this sort of power in yeah. the statements because people focus on like being rich wealth and that like then it's getting all egotistical even in terms of music man yeah. you've got people talking about people being broke these times we've all been broke we've all so been that, broke now, <laughs> now I feel type of way you know I mean? we're all now, eat, <laughs> like, bro we're all eating salmon out of a can I'm let's saying, not lie <laughs> now, now, now you're shaming and now you got people wishing for your downfall yeah, <laughs> just because you're trying to <laughs> should have kept it humble yeah like, and I think that's the craziest thing about it like when money is in play, we lose our mind. Do you know what I mean? When but, ugh, you know what? Remember back in school, yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, when people tell you scenarios are, oh, would you do this for other like a million pounds? Mm-hmm. Low key, that shows that at this current rate, we'll do anything for we'll money. We'll do anything for if money. If anyone bro. said to you, like, cool, um, I don't know, would you I don't know, lick spit for like hundred <laughs> K? You like, oh yeah, why not? Good yeah. thing, isn't it? Alright, cool. Would you um slap my man for five hundred k? Alright, cool. Yeah, bro. Would you kill this man for a mil? <laughs> some people want to contemplate. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing. Some people are like, hmm, mm. I don't. Mm. That's why. And okay, cool. Next minute, alright, 
I don't really like your boy still. But I want you to take him out, innit? And I'll drop you some... I'll drop you 10 mil. Yeah. What are people going to do realistically? Nah, me. I can't. Really? It's money, like... My heart, ever... my heart can't take that. <laughs> yeah, your heart. But not everyone's heart is like that. That's what I'm saying, like, when money comes into play... We, we'll do stupid things. Mm. And we'll, that's why you see a lot of people getting sick. A lot of things yeah. happen because we're just going for the money yeah. and you're losing your mind. That's yeah. why even in Africa, like, wherever it is, you can give your, let's say, your rights away just because of the possessions the, that you're yeah, getting. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's the saddest thing. Like, it's mad. I was having a conversation with some of my boys months ago and, and I don't know if you saw somebody, um, I think from TMZ, was told to go, like, mess around with Mike Tyson on a plane and he was bugging Mike. Mike got up and smacked him. Now, my boys were saying, like, 20 million on the table, are you going to mess around with Mike Tyson and let him smack you? I said, hell yes. Mm. And I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. Clearly, I'm not going to enjoy a broken jaw, but hey, that 20 mil in my bank account, (laughs) stop it. Now, the reality of it is, is that when money's involved, we do stupid things. We'll stab our brother in the back and we've seen it when we're now talking about the corrupt nations in, in across the world, that's what we see in it. Yeah. Like, isn't there a whole type of madness going on in Sri Lanka right now? Yeah. Because the people are corrupt yeah. and they'll stab a brother in the back as long as they can walk away with millions. Bro, if you think about it, that's the only way we're going to come out of it once we put less respect on well, the money. Once we put like, less value on it. Let's say someone did create a mad initiative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gone really well. All it takes is someone from higher up to be like, stop this, I'll give you this much, or take this person out, I'll give you this much, take out this leader. That's all it comes down so to, it and like, that's all you see. Yeah. So, other cultures, they will stick, um, they'll stick to their values, but no, not at all. Because we hold it to such a pedestal, we're willing to give everything away. Like, it's mad, because you're just focused on the short-term yeah. gain, or the, the fast life. The fast life is not necessarily the best move. It's not, man. It comes not. with the biggest consequences. It does. But it gives you that temporary high. Yeah. That's and, what it does. And I think that's what we've become so addicted to. It's that temporary high. Mm. You know, when that money drops into your bank account, for the first couple of days, you go mad. Yeah. You're spending, you're going five guys, you're going <laughs> gaucho, you're, yeah. you're spending money. And then come the end of the month, that feeling's not the same, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that's the problem. We are addicted to the temporary high and we haven't yet realized that sometimes we might have to suffer for a period before we can actually get that high on a consistent level or until it's not a high. It's just how we are. Yeah. Cause we do suffer in the extent that you get paid monthly. Yeah. You're working for free until a month in, yeah. a, in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll get your, what well, you're paid in arrears or whatever. Yeah. So you're able to knuckle down in it and yeah. just do your thing. But I, f- I just feel that personally that as long as you're holding that to such a high discre- a degree, the puppet master will always be able to pull your strings around yeah, yeah. because they just know all I've got to do is offer this much. Yeah. If your boss says to you, oh, do you know what? I'll, I'll drop 5k in your account if you work abroad for the next two months. Most people are sitting there and saying, yeah, okay. Mm. Because that 5k a month I'm getting is going to be more than what you'd pay me to sit in the UK at my yeah, desk yeah, yeah. for the same two months. Do you know what I mean? So like, that's how much of a, like, and I think that's not just black people. I think that's that's everybody. Money is a motivator. Yeah. The reason why we'd step on each other's toes is because money is 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 our root out of wherever. 
And I think that's the problem. We see money as the root out of our, our ends. We yeah. see money as the root out of the hood or whatever. What we don't see is the, our mindset as the yeah. root out. Oof. Because the reality of it is, is that you can be in you you can be in the ends, but your mind can be elsewhere. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Your mind can be on bigger things, but you mm. still you still go home to the ends. Yeah. And again, I'll say it again, like we see money as the way out, but it's our mind that's the way out. Yeah. The the most successful people I've seen use their initiative. Yeah. Why? Because they had no money. Mm. They they had to use their initiative to get money. Mm. Use your brain. That's what we don't do. We don't use our brain, yeah. and that's why we think like. Everybody wants to be a YouTuber. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a singer. Everybody wants to be a football player because we see the money in it. Yeah. What we don't do is we don't use our mind to then create opportunities. Yeah. And if we started using our mind to create opportunities, opportunities would fall out our lap like it's nothing. 100%. You can even earn more than footballers if you put your mind bro. to whatever it is. Like, <laughs> bro. Like, no, you're, you're, you're right. You're right. Like, personally, I feel like your wealth is in your mind. Wealth like, is in your mind all day long. Because it's the ideas. Like, do you know how many people, yeah, they say the grave is what the most wealthiest place. Yeah. Because it's all the ideas of man that have passed and yeah. never got to live the dream, yeah. right? Like your, It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. Your mind is 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 wealth. When you lose your mental faculty, that's it. Yeah. What have you got? Yeah. You could be, you can be buff and good looking. Once your mind is gone. It's true. That's it. Because like, you, can, you can injure yourself, physically, lose your position. But yeah. once your mind is gone, you're boom. Done. Yeah. Like um, you know Stephen Hawkins, the guy who's in who's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Every bodily finished. Yeah. Mind though, the guy's like smart. One of the smartest guys to live. Mm. And he definitely was like a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> Had to be. Like think about all the inventions in this world. Yeah. All came from your mind. All came from your mind. Someone just had an idea. Yeah. Someone just dreamt. Oh yeah. How can we get light? Well, my point is. You got to prove people wrong at the same time because there'll be people telling you that it's impossible you can't for do the it. light to happen or for a plane to be created, for something to take you from here to another country, for you to go on a vehicle underground. That's what I'm saying. Like you got to prove it to people until they believe. They're not going to be able to see your vision. You've got to see the picture, even though there's no evidence. And, it's, and so it's just doing the same thing, the marketing, getting people to believe. But that's what's mad. Like um, back in the day, yeah, no one, everyone said it's impossible to run a four minute mile. Mm. Yeah. Everyone said it was impossible. Up comes this skinny little guy called Roger Bannister. Yeah. Runs a four minute mile. So how many people have run a four minute mile since Roger Bannister? Hundreds of thousands. Because yeah. all it took was one man to do it's it. Mad. I heard that once he actually broke the record, it only took like um, a few months. For, for the next man to do it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so all it takes is what, and that's the thing. That's why we always say, if you've got an idea, hold fast to your idea because the components for your idea might not have been created yet. When they're created, your idea kicks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think about like the traffic light. You know, in order to for the traffic light to be invented, there had to have been light that was invented first. Mm. So, I don't know. Someone years before might have thought of an idea of, oh, how can we stop our horses from going wrong ways? Yeah. Let's make a traffic light system. But you just needed Edison to, was it Edison that made the light? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. You just needed Edison to make the light first. But because the component hadn't been created, that person's idea might have never come to fruition. Mm. Then someone else created the traffic light. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's, I know that's a silly example, but... No, but it's true. It's <laughs> true, innit? Like, don't... if you And that's to anybody. If you've got a dream, mm. hold fast to your dream because all you need is the right components to be created. 
or the perfect storm for that dream to pop, to come to fruition. Mm. And I think that's what a lot of people, that's why a lot of dreams are in the grave, isn't it? Yeah. Because either the person wasn't patient enough, the person didn't hold fast onto it, or mm. just the components weren't there at the well, right time. They didn't time. believe as well. Yeah, they didn't believe. <laughs> didn't believe. It's, it's right. just simple, man. Right, let's speak about the mental health side, though. Yeah, yeah. Unconscious bias, isn't it? So, just the effect of mental health in general in black people as well. So, like, speaking about what you're saying about it holding us back from moving forward and so on, like, mm-hmm. what are the sort of impact mentally that you feel that it has on black people? I think the impact it has on us is that, you know, we doubt ourselves. Mm. And I think that doubt is crippling mm. because you might never really feel like you're at that level to get the top job. Yeah. You know, I remember working in a, in a workplace where, you know, I thought that they just wanted, they just, as a, me being a young black boy, oh, we can't let the young black boy have the good job, you know? Yeah. And then your level of work rate starts to drop and you're not doing what you need to be doing. Yeah. You end up coming into work and complaining instead of coming into work and being like, yeah, I'm grateful for this job and I'm going to spend every day mm-hmm. trying to work hard. Um, and so I think, I think the doubt is a massive thing because once you doubt yourself, that's it, man. Yeah. You'll, make, you'll make mistakes and you'll make the wrong decisions based off of your doubt. Because you're the only person that can shape your future. Yeah. That can take you from the next level. Yeah. So where you are to the next level. Yeah. So like, no matter what I say to you, if you don't fully believe, you're not going to get never gonna, Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I think, I think a large part of it is that um, you know, nowadays, in, especially in young people, we kill creativity. Yeah. You know, so. Even the whole system. Yeah. Kills it. Yeah, it kills it. I, yeah. I, I saw something literally a week ago and it was um, a young boy and his mother were walking in the park and there was a puddle there. The boy's only like three years old and there's yeah. a puddle there. And you know what we do? When our kid wants to jump in a puddle, we say, hell no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Messing up my floor. Yeah, <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? But you don't understand that the, ch- the mind of a child works differently. So they jump into that, to that puddle and they experience a whole new world. Yeah. And that's the creativity in their mind. Bro, I always compare that to other races. I, I just see the freedom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, shut up. Be quiet. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a freedom there, isn't it? Unfortunately for us, the freedom weren't always there. Yeah. Like, but a lot, a large part of that's out of fear, isn't it? Yeah. But I think that's where we kind of begin to create self-doubt in young people mm. by diminishing that freedom. Can you imagine that from that little boy jumping in that puddle, he might now say to himself, Do you know what? I like water so much. I want to be a marine biologist. Mm. Now I'm not saying a free world's going to say that, but I'm yeah. saying just no, that. But that obsession. That from experience. Could start yeah. Could start there. And we've killed that creativity just because we got our new floors waxed the other week. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I think that's what then creates a cycle of self-doubt because it's, oh, I could, I could try this. But do you know what? Nah, it's best. I don't think I've got the ability. Yeah. I don't think I can. Because you've always been stopped. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's where the reality of it is, is that as people with that unconscious bias, the doubt springs into mind. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're not doing what you need to do. Anxiety, depression. And I'm not saying that unconscious bias is the root cause of all of these things. These things can happen from various different platforms and ways. But any sort of negative thinking can lead it can trigger. to any mental yeah. um, difficulty. Yeah, it can trigger it. And that's because I think, you know, a large part of it is just our self-belief, going back to what we were talking about before. Do you genuinely believe that you are capable of doing a good job? Do you genuinely believe you are capable of succeeding? Yeah. And if you think that, then 
go for whatever it is you want, no matter how crazy it is. Who's that? Yeah. Who who who's there to tell you that your dream is trash? Like oh, that's true. Do you know what I mean? We, me and you, we've both got our very, we've both got very different dreams. Yeah. But I can't tell you your dream is trash. Yeah. Like, like you're doing a good job here. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, the reality of it is, is that we can't allow our unconscious bias against ourselves to affect our ability to succeed in life. Yeah, that's true. What have you noticed yourself, like working with young people? So that, in fact, tell them what you're doing. Give them a little bit in it. What do you do? What do you do? Uh, so uh, I'm what's known as a. You can talk what you've done previously as well, and then okay. uh, yeah. All right. So previous to um, I work in in the sporting arena. I've done that kind of for the last five years. Um, previous role where where obviously we met yeah. was um, I was working for a football club and I worked predominantly in in, a, in schools where my whole kind of mission was to get young people to succeed and to enjoy school but a side angle for me was to motivate them to just be different to be better to be you know I was in a boys school so to be young men who you know I always say that you know my whole methodology was to create you know great fathers great husbands great businessmen great leaders great citizens Come on, yeah and um that was kind of the way that i approached my mentoring was always with that view um so i moved away from that um i've been working somewhere else for the last um few months um as a player care officer so i look after um up and coming uh potential professional football players mm. um and making sure that their needs are catered for and mental health wise they're where they need to be and also teaching them life skills so you know how to be a professional um you know how to deal with the media you know relationship goals and aspirations and what to do there being careful of you know people that are only there for your money and all that type of thing yeah. um so that's that's kind of what i do on a daily this basis guy's a man of his word told you <laughs> don't bring no for no reason in it that, that's, that's that's what i do yeah. on a daily basis um have you noticed anything um let's say the black guys in it mm-hmm. like the, the young ones like in terms of like the mindset like have you noticed anything that stood out to you? Um, I think one thing that stands out to me is that a lot of black boys, you know, you ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up in it? None of them can tell you. Mm. Um, and that's not that's not a major issue. You know, if you're 14, 15, 16, 17, I don't expect you to know. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with, with not knowing. But when I ask them, what are you passionate about? They can't even tell me that. Mm. And that's what's scary because yeah. what do you want to be is different from what are you passionate about? What do yeah. you like? If you like sitting around in your pajamas eating pizza all day, tell me that. Because I might say, hmm, maybe you should think about being a chef. Mm. Or maybe you should think about, you know, trying to be that man versus food, like <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you can't tell me anything, do you know what I mean? I say to these young boys, so what do you do when you go home? Oh, nothing. You don't watch Netflix? No, nah, I don't watch Netflix. You listen to music? Oh, sometimes. Like you just can't tell me. Mm. And that's what's scary. Because even if you told me that, oh, when I get home, I get changed and I sit out on the block. I, I At least I know you do something. Mm. But when you don't do nothing, that's the scariest thing. And I think for young black boys, that's one of the things I get all the time. Like they don't really, they don't do nothing. Was there any sort of like barriers you have seen in their mindset though? Like how they overcome situations or um, their forward thinking, their positive thinking? Like is there more negative thinking from them as well? Like have you seen any sort of like generational things that have been passed down or do you feel like there's some sort of positive change occurring i mean there's always positive change yeah and i think when you have individuals like ourselves who are in you know we, we work with young people we get to pass down the messages we want to pass down yeah, yeah, yeah. so we, we, we create the positive positivity we want to see in young people um i think parents can be the biggest problem 
to to the development of a child because you can hold your child back and not even know it. Mm. Um, you can have unrealistic expectations, um, and your own lifestyle can resonate with your child. If you're doing nothing, your kid's gonna think it's alright to do nothing. And I think that's some of the stuff that I had struggled with in seeing or working with the young boys I was working with. That mum and dad are well. It, I hate saying it because I was fortunate enough to. I've been fortunate enough to have my dad in my life. Yeah. My parents are married. But when the men aren't there, it's hard. Mm. It's hard because mum shouldn't have to be mum and dad. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Someone said a statement to me um, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, Colin, like you guys will see him soon eventually. But um, he just said, mothers train or raise their daughters, mm-hmm. but they serve their sons mm. so they really train their daughters like how to be a woman how mm. to deal with like their periods whatever like be um potentially a good wife and mm-hmm. so on like proper give them teaching and so on but their sons they just serve them so they don't actually learn how to be a man and so on or like what it takes to guess be a better version of themselves mm-hmm. and so on so like you're just emphasizing how important it is for a man to actually be the person that does yeah. that yeah it's, I think it's facts yeah. I can. I will never be able to teach my daughters how to be good wives Yeah, I can't what do I know about being a wife <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean and it's not a slight against women but you you can't teach a, you know you can't teach a, a, a male child how to be a good husband you can advise him how to look after his wife Yeah, two different things yeah. do you know what I mean um, but you can't teach him how to be a husband because that's something that the father is there to do. Yeah. Now that again, that's not diminishing the role of mothers because there's some mothers that are out there working two jobs, um, you know, have a whole lot of stress, have two kids to raise, three kids to raise, and they're doing it perfectly by themselves and they have successful children. Mm. Hand clap credit to those mothers. But the fact of the matter is, is that the job is easier when there's two of you involved. It's facts. 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 Um, Now that's the problem. I think for the lot of boys that I met and I've worked with, it's the fact that dad's not there. Mm. And do you really see the the impact? You see the impact. Mm. You see the impact. Because a lot of these boys, there's hatred mm. towards dad. Mm. Some of them don't even know dad. Some of them, dad might have passed away. But in most senses, there's hatred towards dad because he left my mum. Mm. He left us. And that's sad. Mm. That is so sad. Um, one of my closest friends who I love to bits, you know, he's had experiences in his own kind of, with his own father and everything. And, mm. and, and when I see him hurting sometimes, it hurts me because I'm like, I love my brother. He's, he's, he means a lot to me. Mm. And it's because of one person's recklessness yeah. that he has suffered in the past. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think it's key that, you know, we educate our boys now on, the relevance of being there yeah. on how much it means to be there because when the father isn't there, you can see how difficult things get mm. for the mother, especially for the community, man. Mm. Like fathers need to realize that not being there isn't just spiting the mother, the child is spiting the community and it's spiting future generations mm. Because that boy is learning how to be a, a, I don't like saying how to be a man because what does that even mean? Yeah. But is learning how to grow as a male from a female when really and truthfully a male should be there to impart wisdom onto him. Mm. I think a, a female child and a male child, boys and girls, grow better 
when there's an influence from both a male and a female. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it makes sense, man. Like, I'm just trying to think what stops that cycle from being repeated because, like, obviously it's a hard one. It's a hard like, one, man. Even the hatred that, let's say, um, a young person might have towards their father, a lot of the time, they end up doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough because there are some boys that grow up and they become model fathers. Great. Mm. There are some that do exactly the same things their dads yeah. did. So uh, something's to change. I'm saying like you don't want to have the same repeated yeah. behavior. Like even us with our mentality and so on. Like there has to be some cutoff point yeah. for something new to come forth. And I think it's just gonna be the same thing. It's gonna be the same thing. But I think it's difficult because my answer immediately was gonna be education. But I've realized like in the whole kind of football and racism debate. The answer always seems to be education and we're yeah, always yeah. like, but no education, no educating is being done. Yeah. I do think it is education, but- Even th- what is education? Because it's not maybe their education that they're suggesting. So I think, again, I think it's, so when I was in schools, yeah, I was cutthroat with it. Yeah. So being like doing pastoral work, you get to have conversations that are a little bit deeper than the surface level, which I think they call it PSHCE or whatever, like yeah. that citizenship stuff. The conversation I was able to have were a lot deeper. Yeah. So I'd, I'd say to my boys, I'd say, look, if you want to talk about drugs, we can talk about drugs. Yeah. If you want to talk about sex, we can talk about sex. If you want to talk about knife crime, we can talk about knife crime, gangs, gang. we can talk about whatever you want. It's an open space, but we're going to be real. Yeah. And that's what needs to happen. That's the educating that needs to happen. You need to be real. Yeah. None of this whole like Mary and Peter met each other at school and and they've gone behind the bike shed. None of that nonsense. Yeah. Like be real about the consequences. Yeah. If you make this decision, you will have a child mm. and you have to look after that child. If you walk away from this child, s- statistics show that mm. one, two, three, four are the possibilities that that child walks into. Yeah. Be real. Like, like I don't really get why we're not just being honest with our young people about how their decisions can affect them, mm. their parents, their child-to-be and future generations. We're just not being real. And I think that's the type of educating we need to do. Mm. Stop kind of this, you know, beating around the bush stuff and just be real with it. Because the reality of it is, is that me and you have had to learn the hard way. No one ever had these conversations with us to this degree. Mm. There, when we went to school, there was no pastoral care. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There was no welfare officer we've got all of these amazing things now to support our young people, but we're not really supporting. We're just, we're just like ticking boxes out here. Mm. <sighs> Facts, man. <laughs> I say nothing, boy. Hey. What would you say is the taking point though? What should people take from our conversations today? Because like, not going to lie, we said a lot of things. We said mm-hmm. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if there are three things that I can really kind of uses taking points i think the first thing i think first thing is to realize that understanding in inside yourself yeah when you're being un- like unconsciously biased do you know what i mean understand when you know you're denying yourself the opportunity to progress whether it be through your own fear or through your own lack of desire or through whatever else like yeah. if you really want something you're going to go for it in it yeah. like i think eric thomas said like you need to want something as bad as you want to breathe sounds crazy when you think about it but it's true do you know what I mean (laughs) so I'd say that's one I'd also say like understand when the dream isn't actually your dream Mm. like inception like 
has that been planted into you? Because I think a lot of people in our community are suffering because they're chasing goals that monetary wise are amazing goals, but aren't bringing you, it's bringing you no happiness. Mm. And that's the saddest thing. Like I hate when I see it because you know, we all want to be happy. We want to be successful. Yeah. But that happiness is a driving factor as well. That's what wakes you up in the morning. Yeah. So understand when the dream just wasn't your dream. And I think the last thing is just like what we just spoke about, innit? We just really need to stop this whole beating around the bush nonsense yeah. and just educate our kids. If we don't educate our kids, the people on the other end are going to give them the wrong education. Yeah. And that's where I think we've been falling short lately. Our kids are being educated in the wrong way. Because we're not prepared to do the educating. Hey, man, like Jonathan Reed, you know? Nah, it's facts, it's facts. What I would say as well is just like, for us to just focus on our mentality, like how we can develop that and just create something new. Yeah. Like, we should start holding holding ourselves back, placing barriers, Mm -hmm. making false assumptions to just keep us in the same place. Because like, We've had the conversations many times, but we're not seeing any sort of growth. Or yeah. if we are, it's very minimal. Yeah. So I feel like if you genuinely have something that you want to carry out, go for it. Like we said, there's many good ideas in the grave, isn't it? Exactly. Like you don't want that to happen to you. So continue with that. I'd also say try and connect with one another, innit? Yeah, 100%. And allow yourself to be vulnerable, innit? Yeah, yeah. Because that's the only way you can grow. If we choose to just stay safe, we're never really going to test out whether our theory was correct or not. Mm-hmm. And also, it just encourages fear. And action cures fear. Yeah. So that's yeah. the only way for us to move on. I agree. Through action. I agree. So that's that's all I'll say personally. What's like your last message for your brothers and sisters? No, last message. Last message. Ooh, what's, what's, what's in your heart? What's in your heart? Uh, it can even be... Something completely different to what we've discussed just now, but like, what is your message? I mean, to everyone listening. I mean, my my message, like, is I, I kind of sometimes you know when you try and, and be all philosophical and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think kind of my message is the reality of it is in this life, you got to do what others aren't prepared to do to get to where others can't get to, and I think all that really means is that each and every one of us is able to reach a desired level. You know, yeah. I'd love. And I'm putting it out there just in case anyone sees this and, and says, oh, we want to hire this guy. But I'd love to work in broadcasting. Yeah. would love to. You know, you see, I don't know, you see those broadcasters out there, BBC Sport News, or yeah. I'd love to I'd love to broadcast the news. I'd love yeah. to. Um, but I, I need to be able to see a pathway for me to get there. Yeah. And I need to be able to do what others aren't prepared to do. Now, you, I say that within reason, because if you want to be rich, don't mean you have to rub a bank. Yeah. But... Confucius said that he who hesitates is lost mm. and too many of us are hesitating I'm guilty of it like um you know I'm hesitating oh should I should I release my own podcast should I mm. oh, you know what let me wait a couple months let me wait till my situation dies down yeah how how long do, is my situation gonna die down from now yeah. like I'm 28 marriage and kids are on the way at some point yeah. <laughs> my situation becomes hella mad at that point yeah so you know if you want it go for it find a way to get it like you said if you've got to connect with people if you got to you know do whatever you can to get to the goal and get to the dream because again wealth's not going to get you out of the, out of the ends it's the mentality you have mm. 
Hey, 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 I'm gonna leave that there. <laughs> but obviously, Jonathan Reed, come on, my guy, my guy, my guy. Would you want to drop your socials, your LinkedIn? Aye, um, yeah, boy, LinkedIn, Jonathan Reed. Um, you know, there's hundreds of Jonathan Reeds. I have such a basic name. Don't worry, I'll, I'll put in the description as well. Yeah, so, you'll yeah. see me. I've got a picture there with my cream cut on a cheesy smile. Yeah. Um, um, socials, um, read all about it. So, read all about underscore it. Um, yeah, just like. Just like my man Dan, a podcast will be coming out soon yeah. and, and some little stuff, websites coming out as well, um, trying to motivate young people to just be successful and, and chase their goals. But no, nah, man, thank you for having me, man. It's, right, been, man. it's been a long time coming, bro. All right, he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> and obviously, like he said, he's going to do his own podcast as well, isn't it? So stay tuned for that. All right, we'll end that there.